0: Good afternoon. Hey, it's Jeff Stevens and uh, I just wanted to bring something to you today out of my most recent uh, studies. Um, and this was kind of a side study for me, but uh, one of the conversations that I've been having with a pastor friend of mine is about the rapture and where we get the concept of it, if it's uh, old doctrine or new doctrine and and where it comes from. Um and I don't want to get into the rapture itself, but as I look into support for the rapture, I got to look in, into uh, Thessalonians, of course. And um, when I was looking through Thessalonians over the weekend, I started really considering through Thessalonians what my weekend looked like. So for us, as a family, my wife... And my two daughters and I, it was a really very busy weekend. So we had a lot to celebrate. Um, My oldest daughter's 20th birthday was Friday. So we had a birthday celebration for her here at home as a small family. And then um, my youngest daughter, who graduated from uh, Liberty University Online Academy, graduated from high school, was supposed to be up in Lynchburg, Virginia on Saturday. However, if, with the you know current state of affairs and the COVID virus, we did it at home. So we had our own celebration here. And then of course, Sunday was Mother's Day where we had a church service locally where my daughters did worship. Of course, we celebrated their mom. Um, we celebrated my mom. Um, you know, we broke bread together as a family. Uh, and it was a very prayer-filled weekend, and it was a reminder of uh, the many reasons we celebrate. We celebrate, you know, our, our moms, of course, who do so much for us uh, and are a blessing to us, uh, and we celebrate our children who are a blessing to us um, and their accomplishments, their achievements. Uh, birthdays are such a cool thing to celebrate. Um you know it's it's only from god that we get life and we get to celebrate that on an annual basis the miracle of life in our kids and how happy we are that they're uh growing older and growing in him um but as the weekend went by and i was continually going back over these number of notes that i've got you know pulled up on my laptop and written down i i was in thessalonians in this particular part of Thessalonians uh, chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and I'm reading in here about instructions that Paul is giving to the the church in Thessalonica, and I'll just read this to you. Um, You know, some context is Paul is really admiring the church there. He really thinks in some ways they're doing a pretty good job. He is reminding them that their love for one another is on point. they're doing the right things when it comes to their love for each other. And Paul does a lot of things to remind them not to follow uh, false teachers and to continue to love one another and there's a lot of encouraging and building up and there's this spot in here um, where he's kind of giving them some uh, a little benediction, a little bit of some final instructions and I'll just read here. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, starting in verse 12, he says, We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. So talking about preachers and teachers, and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work, be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good To one another and to everyone. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. So, you know, I got thinking about us being here at home, and we've been like most of you, doing a lot of church services here at home, although we have a drive-in church service um, that we're able to attend from our car, so we limit contact, we're safely away from each other and get to hear a teaching, but get to at least wave to our church friends, uh, roll down our windows from a distance and tell them that we love them, and we appreciate them and we hope for the best for them. If they have needs, we're able to find them, we're able to see them, and and it's cool, you know, to see a pastor walk out, walk in front of the cars and be able to say to moms from a distance, you know, Happy Mother's Day, we appreciate you. Um, and with, you know, gloves and masks on to have people from the church give flowers out. So we're, you know, doing our best to love each other in ways that we are um, you know following the law and are safe that 's another another discussion, however, when I think about what we 've done here in the home, how we focus our teaching solely or mostly into home teaching um, i don 't think it's new news to any believer that the burden of study of belief of reading of prayer should be done in the home it's not for the church to do this for you it's not for your pastor to do it for you it is of the utmost importance that we understand that our teaching needs to start here at home and so fathers husbands you first you're the responsible one you are the spiritual leader in the home you take those reins and you oversee your teaching for your wife your children you make sure that you are doing what is right and good for them and keeping them on the path and then mothers as well that you are um, you know teaching your children raising them well this partnership between a man and his wife and keeping their house a holy place a place that uh, reveres Jesus as first is of the utmost importance in the life of a believer so I would say, first and foremost, that is got to be in the front of your mind. But as we look at church moving into the home and out of the place of worship as of late, um, there's just a couple things here out of Thessalonians that are really important out of what I read, and as uh, Paul is doing this admonishment for people, you know, he's he's hitting some points that are really important. So rejoice, rejoice always. So we should be rejoicing in our homes as well. Through prayer, reminding our children where we get the things that we have. So our food, our power, water, electric. Although technology is developed by mankind, they come out of the amazing goodness of God making creative beings in the technologies that we have. The fresh running, running water, Uh, We get these because God loves his creation and wants us to be able to create, and we are blessed through it. To pray without ceasing, we should always be reminding our families that everything is through God and from God. And so we should be praying constantly. And this doesn't mean just at an evening meal. Um, Remember, prayers of admonishment for God, these also go up just by mentioning him when we are saying it's because of God, and we thank God. So always... Uh, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ, uh, Jesus Christ for you. So everything that we have in all the circumstances of our life, and it says all circumstances, so that means even the things that are not perfect, we are reminding ourselves and our kids that we make it through the good and through the bad because of his goodness, and that we rely on him, and this is for times even when things are not great that we find hope in the ever after or the everlasting. We find hope in what is next for us, not just when things are not perfect here at home. As Paul goes on, he says, don't quench the Spirit. I think this one's really important for us because what does it mean to quench the Spirit? Well, if we're not preaching Christ in our homes, we're quenching the Spirit. We are not allowing the way that God set up the home church, to work the way that it should. So it is our responsibility as fathers, as mothers, as parents, to teach the word to our children. It's up to you, Father, as the spiritual leader of your home, to bring that to uh, your home so you are quenching the Spirit if you are not bringing up Jesus at every chance that you have, bringing up your faith, teaching your kids how to defend their faith, teaching your kids in the tough subjects, not just the simple stuff, not just the simple gospel message, which is, of course, of the utmost importance, but it also means bringing the unique tough truths of dealing with a society that is not like us. It's bringing the unique tough truths of a world who is against us in many ways and how to deal with those things, why society doesn't look like us, why we don't look like them, why we maintain our holiness why we believe what we believe and what it profits us in the end the next line in verse 20 says do not despise prophecies so you got to be careful here some will twist this word prophecies Uh, the word doesn't mean to prophesy in a way that i'm getting some sort of future prophecy but the word prophecy there from greek actually means to preach so don't despise preaching so we should hear some sort of preaching and and what if we're at home what kind of preaching well I think we've already found that there are a lot of electronic uh, mediums out there where we can get uh, preaching, but there's a lot of stuff out there that is trash as well. So we just need to be careful what what we are taking in. So one of the easiest ways to make sure you're getting something good into yourself is read it, understand it, utilize some online tools which are readily accessible, there are concordances that are accessible. There are lexicons that'll give you words in Greek, if you want to, or Hebrew, if you want to look at stuff and figure out kind of what it says in the original language. There are some really easy ways to just pull up some verses and some messages for your family, and and teach over them. Uh, this doesn't have to be a sermon. This can be, look what I learned today. Look how this applies. To us and look how this uh, holds up Jesus Christ in our life. Very important. The next verse that he goes into in 21, he says, but test everything, hold fast to what is good, and then abstain from every form of evil. And I just want to say that in a time where we are using the electronic media for so much and taking in so much, it's really easy to see that through news media, we get garbage. We get it. From uh, the best media and the worst, we get garbage. We get garbage from our politicians. We get garbage just basically from everywhere, just garbage. And we need to be very careful to hold fast to what is good. So how do we do that? Well, we test everything. So that means when it comes to our faith life, if we're listening to pastors, preachers, teachers, music, musicians, whatever that may be, when it is and I don't mean listening to your, your secular music or watching a secular movie, when this has to do with worship, when this has to do with bringing our family around the television or bringing them around the radio, and we are utilizing music and teaching to worship God, to become closer to him, we must test everything. We need to know that what we are getting is good and godly and is not trying to peel us away from the kingdom through lies and deceit so be very careful that what you are listening to what you are learning what you are hearing is actually good and how do we do that we compare it to the word of god it, there's really easy ways to do that utilizing uh, the internet as well you know dig in take some notes as to what somebody teaches Do some Google searches and find out what the person's history is. Dig in on where music comes from and what churches they come out of and what that church teaches its people. Um, This has been kind of a common thread for me lately where there are things that we take in in the contemporary Christian evangelical church that might not always be good for us. So we need to be very careful. We need to test everything and hold fast to that which is good and abstain from every form of evil. Um, And I think these, these truths are really important when we take these few that I just talked about. And now we just add on the next few verses. And Paul says this, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless. At the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, he who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. So, You know, when we're at home, keep a mind that is rejoicing. Keep lips and tongue that are rejoicing God as always. Continue to pray. Pray always. Pray when you eat. Remember, we can do communion when we sit down to eat, right? We remind our kids, we remind ourselves that Uh, you know, cutting up your food. The broken food reminds us of his broken body, that when we drink, we are reminded of his blood spilt to forgive our sins. We will be thankful in everything that we have, the good and the bad we're thankful for because it's good for us for reproof, for correction, for learning, for teaching. It's the will of God in Jesus Christ for us to give thanks. Don't quench the spirit, so to continue to teach Jesus Christ crucified, don't despise prophecies teach in your home, get into the word of God, bring it to your kids, test everything and hold fast to what is good. We've talked about that enough, abstain from evil. And just as uh, Paul prays, I pray for you as well that may the God of peace himself directly sanctify you completely. So um, this week, take that time, take that time to pray over your families, over your kids. you know, hold true to this and, uh, your family, your, your, your husband, your wife, your kids, they will grow in this. So get into the word of God this week and, uh, spend time together as a family worshiping him. Many blessings.